Hey, Steve. What? Do you like being over 50? It has, it has advantages, disadvantages. Without the over 50s, Glastonbury wouldn't have had any exceptional headliners. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by OAPs. Yeah, we'll discuss that later, Jamie. That's yeah. a, but it's a fair point to bring, bring up, isn't it? It was, wasn't it's it? The Every year of the aged. The, without the aged, that festival wouldn't be nothing. They absolutely smashed it. But what's coming up on the show, Steve? Well, let me tell you, straight Good. in with it. Moist knees, terracotta houses, Glastonbury, and why I've been barred from Jamie's downstairs loo. Yes. Plus the usual features of Royal Proclamation, what's trending, rockabye baby, and a clothing forecast. But right now, Jamie, you look like you're in a right old mood. How quick? This is within a minute. That's it's one minute, five seconds. We're only ten minutes in by the time you do this. Well, first thing first, I'm going to set the scene for people to let them know where we are today. Oh, yeah, because I might detect a little bit of a, dis- a difference in tone. Yeah, we're in the uh, we're, we're in the back of my house, which is uh, quite made up of glass, really, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's absolutely boring. We are one minute, 26 seconds in. I'm sweating. All right, I'm carry on, absolutely cooking. What I didn't factor in is, I set up this morning. Yeah. So like about half seven. Yeah. And I thought, is that sun moving? <laughs> <laughs> I realised by the end of this episode, it's going to be right on top of our head. I'll just be dripping sweat. Oh, no. Hey, do you know what my complaint is this week? What is your complaint? People complaining. Oh, right. uh, okay. Glastonbury was on. This this episode will be quite Glastonbury heavy, um, to be fair. But one of the things that I did notice on social media is people. I don't know what that was. It could be the women. Well, I oh, I don't know. Are you hearing oh. things in your head? The voice is back. The voice is back. Sorry, Steve. Yeah. There's people complaining about, oh, this band weren't great, this band weren't great. You're like, it's on the iPlayer. You can literally just watch what you want. Yeah. There's no need to go on and make a complaint. And this, when you've got that much choice for that many, three days' worth of music, and you've chose to watch the half an hour that you don't like. Yeah. There's bands there that I, I don't like. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're not brilliant. It's like we, we come across this all the time. Well, I, I certainly do. It's, no, it's I a bit weird. We're going, not my cup of tea. Don't Never like, had that. Don't like it. <laughs> Never had that. Right, right. right. I'm the most yeah. generic mainstream comic. We have to get to a certain level, Jamie, before the, the you know, that you start to notice this because feel people know who you are, basically. Well, Jamie. I think if you're just a circus act, <laughs> <laughs> then some people go, well, I'm not seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, kids, here's me with a balloon. No, I'm just spitting, <laughs> spitting jokes, aren't I? Yeah, well, you know, eh, here's uh, me monkey. Well, I mean, come on, will you? Oh, CBBS. Anyway, but <laughs> I know exactly no, what you mean. It is, but, but it's people. Who, actually, it's about any television program when people go, "Oh, this is absolutely rubbish. I can't believe this is on my telly. Why is this still going?" The, Especially today, with the smart TVs that we all have, there's. A, uh, I can spend all night flicking through the channels. That's how many choices you've got of other things to watch. Yeah, and you choose to complain that what's on one of the channels. You don't basically need to, what you're doing, isn't it? You don't need to watch live TV. No, exactly. Anymore. But people still people like a complaint. As they love a complaint. For the they last love a complaint. Six episodes, Jeremy. Two things we're going to do because you've yeah. missed off one thing on there, and that's why we didn't do last week's episode. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's not my introduction. That's just an explanation. I mean, well, I think it's, it's, it's it, definitely well, a topic. We'll, we'll, we'll come to it. I, I can tell you right now. It's, but you it, put moist knees, but it's actually moisturised knees because when yeah, you yeah, but it is. Well, what does moisturise do? So what does moisturiser do? It moisturises. Yeah. So, so it gives you. So explain, Jamie, about your moist No, because you it came... It a catchy start. The idea is to draw people in. The last episode we did... Yeah. You were stood at the doorstep for a couple of minutes, and when I opened the door, you said, oh, where was you? And I said, I was upstairs. <laughs> Moisturising my knees. <laughs> yeah. And that's because, right, yeah. and they're not so bad now, because I was doing all this work in the house and then all the concrete and the floors... Yeah. Then my knees got dead hard. The skin got really hard and grey because of all the oh, dust and the concrete. Been, because you've been kneeling on them. Because I was kneeling down, smashing yeah. everything and breaking everything up. So I got like a hard builder's knee. And it actually, uh, it scratched off a lot of my hair, Steve. I ended up, my knees were like, <laughs> my knees ended your up. Your knees look like my head. Your head. I was just, <laughs> that was the punchline I was trying to get to. So what I've been doing... <laughs> I'm peeing. For the benefit of the viewers, put your head... The, uh, yeah, you know? that's, that's exactly what my knees were looking like, <laughs> your head. So I've been moisturising my knees daily to get the hairs back. Because all the hairs were sort of like just ingrained in. Flipping out. You've not, it's been a while since you've done a proper, a proper shift at work, isn't it? Well, look I, at them. Yeah. Look at them. Them are jugglers' hands. Look at the calluses. Look at that. What they call it. Ganglion there. Ganglion. You the Bible, have you? Is that what they call you it? You've got to hit them with the Bible then. Apparently. So, that's, that's that. Hey, I saw... Because oh so, we've got loads to get to. And your, your list is... I saw one of the... I, I couldn't... I, I, I rung you straight away. I took a picture straight away and I rung you and you was in the shower so Janet oh, picked the, up. the name of the stadium. Oh, my. Now, Brilliant. this is either... The best marketing I've seen <laughs> in many years or an accident. And I can't decide if it's marketing, it's genius. So what was the, so it's only about oh, 10 minutes from my house. What mm. was the Reebok Stadium? Yeah, I still call it Reebok. Then it was the uh, Macron. Yeah. Last year it was the University, University of Bolton. Bolton which is, oh, didn't even what? know they had one. No, I didn't. But now they've obviously gone with a, I don't know. What would call it? A metal fabrication? A metal... I don't know what they do, but it's flipping brilliant name. But the name now, in just sort of, um, all across the stadium, is the uh, Tough Sheet. <laughs> <laughs> the Tough Sheet. S-H-E-E-T, just for clarity. <laughs> it's the Tough Sheet Community Stadium. And as soon as I saw that, I thought... When they do Gillette Soccer Saturday, they have to sign off with where they are. Yeah. So they're going to go, Bolton versus Wolves, 1-0 Bolton. Anyway, that's me, live, Dean Windass, tough sheet. <laughs> do you Stadium. know what? It's a gift for me, this. And I'm gutted. I couldn't remember. In my act, I mentioned the Reebok Stadium. Uh, when I talk about, I always say, my wife works, when I do, right at the start of that, when I talk, do my gag about the upholstery machine. Yeah. My wife, says she works at Sofa Works. It's not even a place, but I make this name. The Sofa Works, it's a, 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 and I always say it's at the Reebok. It's not called Reebok anymore, is it? And then I say it's Middlebrook. But now I'm going to be able to say. Oh, brilliant. Uh, you know, tough sheet. I said tough sheet. Tough sheet stadium. Yeah. It's a gag. Or, open or, or open a Google on your phone. Give me your phone. I want to just check there's another stadium. It takes too long to explain. Oh, go on. So you can add that in. Where's it? Where's oh, yeah, Google on there, mate? On, what are you on? Oh, do you just go in there like that? Oh. What do you want? Yeah, just go on like that. 
Yeah. What you going to go? What you googling? Uh, stadium names. Well, no, because there's one in the. Uh, there's one in America that when we used to do our MLS. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it, is it that is that what it's called? No, well there is. I know what you're looking for now. Yeah, where is it? Go on, I'll give you the pleasure of saying this. Go on. Is Dick's Sporting Goods? Is it? Is it, is it really? There's a to Dick, Dick's. There's a Dick Sporting Arena in America, isn't there? <laughs> I didn't know that, but I do know. I've they are look, to America it is. and look. I've seen the Dick Sporting Goods. All right, Colorado, Colorado Rapids. That's where they play. They play at the Dick Sporting Arena. <laughs> Dick Sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, anything but holding a shuttlecock. So I can, I can only sports would have been a dicks, dick, dick sports. I don't know. Sad. It could be here. Uh, hey, they could go like some, yeah. like no, no uh, one of those things. That you see. No ball games. I'm, no, I'm, when you see, surely they have a sign like that on the wall. Like, so you know the car park. You always, it's always a joke at any football ground, isn't it? No ball they games. They have no ball games, but it's been dick sports. Yeah, dick sports. No ball games. If you get games. people up from Bangkok, they can have uh, some cockfighting. <laughs> Oh dear! So, I but I, the thing is that they mustn't. If anyone journalistically buys is uh, Spanish, they're in for a right tough night oh, at the I tough shoot arena. <laughs> just how many times has he got to go commentaries? I just, I'd love Bolton to get into any kind of you know European event just for the sake of just being able to capture that. It's going to go. That will go viral. The number of times references to that stadium will go viral. It's, it's got to. Like you said, it's, either, it's genius marketing. Genius marketing is, is we had a we, yeah. we, we got a photo. We got a photo. It was a couple of podcasts ago, mm. and we mentioned the um, the the, <coughs> the award ceremony. The, remember, it was the goalkeeper and the fellow was oh, building. Yeah, yeah. He was building yeah, it all yeah. up, yeah, yeah. and then the, the, all the time the event you were at, wasn't it? The trophy was actually yeah. a goalkeeper. Yeah, and there he is there. Yeah, and he sent it to him. Oh, so he listened and he saw the. Th he saw. No, he mentioned it. He actually just went on there. He is Lee Butler. Yeah, and he mentioned it on his Facebook. Wow. And I said we mentioned that on the podcast the other week because because there he is with his goalkeeper trophy. Oh wow! So that was the one that was clearly uh, yeah. Look at there's a goalie diving with the ball and brilliant, brilliant, and they're trying to maintain the suspense. <laughs> Of all that, very and good, as well, other good. people followed us up, Steve. Yeah, I've been doing it in the because we mentioned on the last episode, we mentioned uh, to the moon and back. Oh, yeah, and then some people got in touch to say, like, with the little gifts that their partners have bought, and somebody being bought an acre of land on the moon. You can buy land on the moon, yeah, an acre of land on the moon. Who's selling it? Well, exactly, who owns it? Who's maintaining it? It's like the stars things. I've mentioned that before. Yeah. People buying a star. I've got your star, and it's it's called it's called Jamie's star. And I thought, yeah, I'll get you one for your fifty. I've got to get one for your fiftieth. I'm going to try and find the weirdest helpers out here, right? Listeners, viewers, let us know what's the weirdest present I can get Jamie for his fiftieth, and okay. I will purchase it because there are some very like you said. There's the stars, but I didn't know he could buy it. Like you said, who who is that? If you think about it, going right back to oil, which is underground, the the anyone who's finding this thing, there's people who sell air, aren't there? There is. Which is genius. I don't know which. There must be some. It's usually a seaside resort, isn't it? And you get tins of air, and you go. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. And I, I'm sure it was. I used to when we went on America around America the other year. 
for me for my 50th and there were loads of areas of los angeles and stuff and you can go you know you get like you know yeah but you know what's the famous pier and air from that area but you never see him doing that do you you never see anyone just walking down with an empty tin can just scooping scooping it up making sure it's the right stuff yeah how did he catch it is it just piped in from the factory the factory must be in the place well, there was two things as well to follow up on that. There was one where me and you went to Cyprus and we had to look for the tree. Oh, yeah. But then the other, when you don't think of other gifts. That was a wedding, that was a wedding gift, wasn't it? And my brother-in-law actually has got a piece of Elvis's hair. Oh, right, yeah. He, has, he, has he seriously got... So, but when you look at it, what it's, it's phenomenal, right? I've got... It's a frame. A box of Jesus fingers at home. And <laughs> in the middle, so it's got a record and it's, you know, a little certificate of authenticity. And then in the middle, you know, like where they have the, the hole to put on the record player? Yeah. That's, there's a little glass piece, and behind that glass piece is a bit of Elvis's hair. But what they've done is, to make it go further, it's actually magnified. So they may have got, from the barbers, a, a scoop of hair, but they what, put they it through trim, a shredder. Trimmed? What, yeah, the, so it, it's literally probably about, poof, it could be t- a, two millimetres, a millimetre but because it's on a little magnified piece of glass, it looks bigger. And it it. I'm just thinking. Money. Elvis had loads of hair. He had a long hair. I mean, must have been getting yeah, but out. when you got loads, that's devalues it. I must be my hair must be worth a fortune. Could be. Just Could be selling my. But you remember we went looking for the tree. Yeah, that was it. Was it? Is someone? So someone we went met? to Sensatory. Yeah. Me and you working. Yeah. And I mentioned it when I was at Everton. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> wandering around the golf course right? there was a girl called Yvonne who worked at Everton she said I got married there it was I can't, it was the Atlantica Resort or something like yeah. that it was a really yeah, nice yeah. place and as she said at the end Aphrodite of the Hills that's, that's it. it was we had a lovely meal for two didn't we did <laughs> she said at the end of the wedding you had the option like little add-ons as a present to each other you could plant a tree in the garden yeah so I said well we'll look for your tree when we go yeah. What I didn't factor in is a bit like today with the sun rising and moving is that trees grow. Well, me and you were in that forest. Where Forever. <laughs> Did we actually find it? I know we told we seen it. I think we just took a picture of a random tree just in the like, end. Well, just it, one it that was, was near. Put it this way. They were little tags as well. A little tag on them. And... As I recall, I, like, I don't. I remember seeing so many trees. It's like when you go and try a distant relative in a graveyard. Yeah, he's in this graveyard. You know, look, there's like a two thousand graves in this church, and you're going, oh, I can't be wandering around that. It was just me, you, and a Cypriot cat. Yeah, but, but funny enough, I did a gig last night talking about wedding gifts. Oh yeah, and the compare just before I went on was talking to a couple say, they did the usual is anyone celebrating anything he says well, well it's our anniversary next week oh. oh how many years 33 years oh and he special? says to her what's that then what, what do you have to get he says oh, I don't know I don't know and she's going diamonds he's got to get me diamonds I want diamonds right so obviously I'm about to go on and I thought I've got to google this so I'm yeah. clued up so I google it and let me see if it's still on my phone from last night You'll never get what the gift is for 33 years. Are you ready? Go on. The perfect gift. Hang on. Oh, that's a different one. I'll tell you what it was. And the best thing about this is this is... The... This is genuine, the full, the full thing. It's to do with a flower, right? So I, I can't find any specific gift, but then it says, what is the 33rd year anniversary flower? So after 33 years of marriage, Jamie, you've got to buy, <laughs> you've got to buy 
a strawberry plant in a tin can. Oh, that's easy. Look, that's not even... But, I mean, a strawberry plant's that's one easy. thing, but in a tin can. Yeah, I wonder what that means. How random that? Because tin comes early, there's doesn't no, it? There's no, other thing, there's no other explanation to why it's in a tin can. No. And I just went to... I went and I went, mate, I've just been looking up what it is. Do you know what it is? And I showed someone in the audience to prove I wasn't making it up. I said, do you know what? I said, 33rd anniversary, strawberry plant in a tin can. Thank me, lady. You owe me a fortune. She was after diamonds. You can get away with How much money have I just saved you, pal? Come and have a chat afterwards. We need, hey, we need By the way, we haven't even mentioned why we had to cancel last week's recording of the podcast. It was my stupid dog, wasn't it? Can I tell you about my medical scare first? Because it'll take 30 seconds. Go on. Medical yeah. scare. Go, oh, you've had a medical scare? Could happen to any, anyone. Not with Ma- your knees. Male or female. Right. So I was at the venue the other night, right? I went to the toilet. Uh, I thought there was uh, specks of blood in the uh, pee. Oh. <laughs> and it was only on a second guess I realised it was a terracotta floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was clear as a day. I was that clear. I could see the terracotta floor. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> Steve, I panicked. You mean through the stream? Yeah. <laughs> I looked down and just saw, like, off red. Oh, God. You could scare so many men, couldn't you, by having red up lights in your idols? I, pa- I probably pa- I panicked. <laughs> terracotta t- tiles. No, the old-fashioned terracotta tiles. Don't see them much these days. That's why. Oh, God. That's worthy going in your hat, mate. That is very funny. There's a lot of men our age oh, who have been panicking I and stuff panicked. like that. I thought you were going to say, I've had that before. You know when you go to someone and you're looking at is that, and then you realise it's a bit you've got a red shirt on like I'm wearing today a bit of fluff it's a bit of red fluff oh yeah red fluff I it's, just, it's just there on the end you go, oh my god oh, I've got a clot I've got a blood clot <laughs> no you've not an old man couldn't get out I think I've told this before an old man in Newton and Willis Cricket Club couldn't get out the t- it was just me and him I'm at one end of the steel oh, trough he's right, at the other yeah. and I'd, I forgot I'd had a yeah. Barocca oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what a Barocca does. It, well, it turns it into a lightsaber. It's, it's luminous. It does, it, it's, and I, you feel like Luke Skywalker every time you go for a wiggle. I've never seen a man <laughs> look right about three times, do up his pants and shift. <laughs> anyway, talking of medical well, mishaps, yeah, that was the yeah. reason we couldn't do last week's show. Well, oh my, no, well, my, the reason was Gino flipping it. I'll tell the you dog. what. Gino, my dog, he's cost me another fortune. He's eating socks. Socks? He's eating socks, yeah. Now, that wouldn't be so bad, but socks is our rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. It's not really. <laughs> Good joke, that. Good luck. I like that. No, oh, I've been eating socks. Honestly, I don't know. Why is he eating socks? Uh, listen, we've looked into all this, and I think it's just... But basically... This has happened before. Well, it, well he's had socks before. I've always passed them through. Oh, this is getting very graphic. I won't, no, that's the best it, way to get put it. this right when, when he passes them through and he, he's always eating socks right and normally it's not a problem like I say because you just go oh he's had here we are now he must have got into some laundry basket or I suspect because the weather's been nice I've been hanging my laundry outside oh. right? and I reckon these socks have fallen I've not pegged them on strong enough this is my suspicion because there's two in his business yeah. then he was sick and threw up another one but then he still didn't seem right so I ended up taking him to the vets and he has got well, obviously, I'm I'm telling everyone off in the house, all the girls, 
I'm going, and the wife going, right, look, this is, a, this, is, this is costing me now. He's got to have another operation. It's over a thousand pounds again for me. It's not insured because of this. I said, your socks, leaving them lying around. I said, it's great. When you take your socks off, can you not just get it into your heads? Just not to leave them on the front room floor, not to leave them on the kitchen floor, just leaving stuff lying around. I said, but don't do it. Just don't do it. Vet phones me up an hour later. It's a large male sock. And I'm going, oh, it's blue. I'm going, oh, that's only me. You shouldn't have told me you shouldn't have presumed the sex of the sock. <laughs> yeah. Said, Does that sock <laughs> identify as a female under 18? <laughs> it's an ankle sock. <laughs> for most of my kids. So basically, I told them all. I, I, but the, the other two, that when they come through, the, the best way to describe it when they're in, the, in this poo is like, you know when you buy these, ta- these souvenir towels when you go abroad? Yeah. You see them like a little packet. Oh, yeah. There's a little packet. Like and they go like, they're usually that cheapest thing you can get as a gift to take home for your friends. Yeah. And my kids used to always get them. They'd be like that going, a souvenir towel, just add water. That's what it looks like. Brilliant. Just compact like that. Oh, that's little, good. you got to go, well, do you know what? If you could somewhere without the, the filth on it, if you could pass your socks through a dog before you go away on holiday, packing would be, <laughs> would be so much easier. <laughs> You'd have a little hot my handful there's my socks just put that you could probably Get put Gino them, just put them in your top pocket Get that's G- my socks for my journey if you could swallow me underpants as well i'll put them in that drawer yeah he's like feeding a mangle no basically. like the uh, the magician that used to pull out the the, the hankies and he just keep yeah, pulling them out yeah, yeah just that's, keep what, them out. <laughs> that's what my dog's like that's what it is isn't it i always remember it wasn't it wasn't it um i think it's justin morris who used to have a story about he was his dog did something similar with a pair of knickers at a pair of knickers but it got to the point where it was he was struggling let's just say oh, was struggling yeah. to pass the knickers so he thought i'm gonna have to help here so he gets a pair of gloves on and he's Starts to pull, yeah. But very elasticated, let's just say. So and it gets did. further and it gets that point. You know, what you used to do with a kid when someone's holding a balloon, and you go up to him and go and grab the other end and walk away from him. Yeah, and they're going ah, and whoever lets go first is going to. Yeah, it was a similar butt with a dog. A, hey, oh dear me! Ten minutes over schedule. Yeah, needs to do the music. Oh yeah, yeah, we're yeah. flying into it. Yeah, have you got me a rockabye baby? Or is it Popabye baby? Rockabye baby. You're all good. It's a right. rockabye baby. And then after this, we'll talk, um, about, we'll talk about Glastonbury after right, this. Right, well, I'm suspecting there's a hint in here. Well, that's what uh, I've just done. Yeah, go on. I think you're giving me a massive oh, Hang on, let's just see if I can uh, make sure it plays first. <clears throat> it's a good song. I can just do it. I can only well, hear I, it. I know, but I'm going to give you that and I'm going to turn, turn the mic off. Yeah, here we right, go. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon, Steve? Have you got it? Sorry, I've gone then. It's totally gone. That was the most slowest version. That's a bit. Can you feel the love? Yeah, I know. Did oh, you went. I got clever though, because you went down the. You know, it was an Elton John, but you went down the Lion King route. I did. I was trying to catch you out. Very good, very good. But there's no catching out. He was brilliant, by the way, wasn't he? Yeah, should we talk about it? Yeah, let's let's discuss the fact that. Well, what you wanted to bring up. Well, you you formed up at the time, going as. 
Has anyone else been doing the same? I spent the entire sort of my entire viewing time watching Glastonbury was Googling the age of the axe. <laughs> Every time they come on, I'd be going, How old are they? <laughs> How old are they? And I go, and I'd, I'd be watching Guns N' Roses, who again, brilliant. And I go, 61. Yeah. 61. And at first, I was watching Debbie Harry. You know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're blown away. Well, you're not. No. I, see, I've seen Debbie Harry live but a then, few years ago, probably about 10 years ago now. And how old would she be then? 10 years ago, Google yeah, it. But the thing is, I was watching her and I've done the same again. I went, 77. Is she amazing? She's not. She's amazing. 77. And you just think, see, I saw she must have been about 67 when I saw her then. So nearly 70. She was brilliant. That, that was, was Isla White. To be able to do right. that for that length. Yeah. Like 77. She's absolutely incredible. Rick Astley. I've got all the ages, Steve. Rick Astley. Well, he must be about my age. Is he 55? 57. 57. Right, oh, okay, right. Uh, well, See, I always think these acts are so much older. But from the acts from your teens, it's weird, isn't it? Because when you're, like, between 10 and 16-year-old, that kind of age, yeah. you kind of think, these pop stars, you think they're a lot older than you. But in actual fact, the, when there's people like Wham, for example, George Michael, he was, like, 18 when he made it. Or 17, you know what I mean? So he would have only been six, so seven only, years. Yeah, not that much older. So I, as I'm thinking, oh, it must be in the 70s now. They're actually just in the 60s. Yeah. So, well, I, I know the only one I Googled, I think, was Elton John. Is Elton John 76? 76. Yeah, that, he was the one I Googled straight, uh, straight away because he was the only one I watched fully, actually. He was the only one I watched all the way because I thought, it's weird, isn't it? It was a little bit like the King's Coronation moment where I thought, I've not really got an interest in this, but it's a historical... Something that I want to be able to say I witnessed. Oh, he was so fantastic. I watched that. So in the same way, I watched him do that, and it, it brilliant. Just the way, but there was. I think everyone had that same moment when he first walked on, and because he's got that. Yeah, he's had a hip operation, whatever he's had done. He's not. Let's put it this way. He's not jumping up on the piano anymore, is he? No. Do you know what I mean? And he walked on, and my wife just went, "Oh, like, oh, is he going to get through this? He's supposed to be doing nearly two hours here. Is he?" It's gonna be. It's gonna be a struggle for a man that age. Yeah. It also got me to thinking. When was the last time he did it? Because everyone's talking about. Everyone's talking about. And himself said, "This is the last time I will perform in the UK." Probably he did. He did add probably. Right? Of course he did. So, if that's the case, there must have been a point, And I think about this myself and my guitar juggling. There will be a point where I do it for the last time, but I won't necessarily clock that it's the last time so there must have been a point when he jumped on the piano and right? fell off ju ju and well you yeah, oh, all got a little, stuck a little bit of a tip yeah needed help back to that's a bad person i'm still standing jump better than i ever did and then finishing the song constantly with that in the back of his head going i've got to get down now can i know to help me yeah i'm still standing Brian, coming up, off mic, come and help me out. There must have been some moment, if anyone was there at that, that's the historic that's moment. The I, that's the one I want to see. Not his last performance in the UK, not monumental. I want to see the little final moments of people's acts. There must be other acts as well. Chuck Berry must what have What else did he used to do, Elton like, John? What was he, he was famous. He was just famous for jumping around, wasn't he? Bouncing around. Well, his costumes as well, and he dressed up as Donald Duck once. Remember that? People forget that. There's a lot of it's people. A great film. A lot of people were in the uh, Rocket Man suits. I know, yeah. just in the audiences with the, you know, with Elton on the back of it and uh, and, and the baseball. Even going so far with the baseball bat. One walking thing on. that Elton has been able to do mm. 
because of his uh, his fantastic wig collection. Oh yeah, his evolve his hairstyle. Yeah, over the years, so he's been able to. What I did notice at Glastonbury is that there's a certain type and celebrities in general, but there's a certain type of musician that has retained their hairstyle yeah. from age 20, from the moment they made it, mm. but now there's like 70 and they've still gone, I've got to keep my hair because people will only know me from me. Oh, uh, Rod Stewart's like that. Rick Astley? Yeah. Yeah, there is an element. He's from round here, not by being, the way. I'm not being funny. You know that? Rick Astley's from round here. Is he? Well, he's running to me, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, but there are, well, Superman's a good example, isn't he? Takes his glasses off, unrecognisable. That's just a mere pair of glasses. I, being, being dead, you know, being egotistical here, but I will put my, if, I, if I'd had a good gig, right? I always oh, make this is, sure. This I, is you cringing me again, isn't it? Well, I always make sure that I walk around with glasses on afterwards. If I've had a bad gig, I can just take my glasses off. And people what, don't no one recognise you? Yeah. Works on cruise ships, mate. Works on cruise ships. Because you can have sunglasses as well, can't you? That these guys even more. But honestly, if you had a bad gig, trust me, this will work for you. Honestly, I'm going to give you such a, such a saving grace. Do you wear your glasses? Oh, because you, you so wear your glasses times. on stage. Happens a lot more for you than it does for me. You wear your glasses on stage. Yeah. So the recognisability. This is what I mean. The recognisability. Just back in the day, it used to be the opposite. It used to be opposite way around. So I'd have gra- glasses for driving, but I never used to wear glasses on stage. Do you know, isn't that so funny that somebody on. said they didn't recognise me on these videos and this podcast because I wear my glasses, but I never wear my glasses performing? This is what I mean. So you think about someone who's got a very recognisable haircut, their fear of having even its slightly different style is people will go walk past them. Their fear, biggest fear, they, they love the fact they're recognised. It's never, it's not going to be really, a, I suppose there are some high-end celebrities that it happens to, but it's those people, maybe in middle ground, who had the who had the day, let's just say. And so they still, the problem is, they still want to be remembered for that day. They're not now on telly frequently. Pat Sharp, hasn't he got, has he, has he still got his mullet? No. As he finally cut I saw him at Wentworth. Oh, right, okay. He, he hosted so, the Wentworth I know festival. for a long time he kept that hairstyle in, but that's the reason, isn't it? It's the fear of not being recognised. Axel Rose let it go, though, didn't he? And he, he just had a, he just had a short hairstyle. Wasn't it? You walked down the aisle to that, to the Roses. Not you yourself, no. No, but that was, a, that was a, what was this? A sweet Child of Mine. But not the rock version. No, you, you, they're very um, particular, aren't they, as to what you can walk down the aisle to. You've got to submit your song. Church, or was it? An any, any wedding. All right, okay. Yeah, so it was a classical... It was a version that you wouldn't recognise unless you knew the song. Right. Um, what, would you call, what would you call it? Like it was, quartet. Oh, quartet, also. Is like, yeah, that was, oh, you sent me, well, you sent me yeah. a video. It was, a, so, it was very uh, but, good. Well, good. But Guns N' Roses, though, is... Um, that was, there was a moment but in the 90s... Mm that I had me involved with shop security and the police because of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Why? Because they... Were, to a concert? Well, they were doing concerts in Manchester. Yeah. And they were massive. It was at the time of that big album. And so everyone was Guns N' Roses mad. Everyone you knew was going. They, they didn't have these, like, huge... I don't know. You wouldn't do it under 1,000. They'd do Manchester for a couple of nights or whatever. So my mates had a record shop. So we, and he used to sell T-shirts and stuff, all different bands, all memorabilia, all bits and bobs. 
So I quick, I was quite all right. I mean, you know, you're talking when I was oh, 12, 13, 14, I think nothing to selling potatoes. I used to knock on people's doors selling potatoes, didn't I? <laughs> I've told you that before, haven't I? <laughs> what? I, think, I don't think you have. What, you used to... So my mate, right. What, would I, just like, on his own. No, door. right. Like, my mate in Kirby. One. Can I interest you? My, my mate, he, I was mates with his sister, but he was an older boy. He was about 17, 18. <laughs> and his dad gave him a van. Right, so he was of that age, it would have been me and my brother. We quickly realised, because nobody had cars back in them days, the heaviest item, because we don't still make money, so the quickest, the heaviest item in a shop for what was then traditionally women pulling the trolley back from the supermarket yeah. was always the potatoes. Yeah. But if you didn't have a trolley, you had to carry back the potatoes. So we quickly realised that. So then he would go down to the farm on the Wednesday and fill the van up full of sacks of potatoes and then we get into his garage, and that night, and that's how I sort of, I think that's probably how my comedy first started, really, as in terms of, because we'd always you put tapes. You were tape, a door-to-door potato we'd salesman. Put, yeah, but we'd always put tapes on, and even going back then, we'd have Ben Elton was massive then, but I didn't really understand it, but I knew that people were laughing, and it yeah. was very political, and we'd have all these different cassettes that we'd listen to that we probably wasn't age-appropriate, yeah. and we'd put them into, we had a weighing uh, scale, and we'd get the sacks, and we'd do £7 bags, £14 bags, £21 bags, the pensioners of their own seven pound was just enough and then we'd separate them and then we'd go round for Zachley on the Thursday I mean he'd drive the van down the middle of the road I'd go on one side of the street my brother would go on the other side of the street and we'd knock on any door on every door and say do you want to buy any potatoes and then did they'd say did he have a name did he give you his business no. a name so that was for th- a mash or anything like that no so it was Thursday, Thursday night for Zachley Friday night was Kirby and then Saturday morning we'd just go to an estate where we could just get rid of the last bits and we were done by Saturday lunch so anyway so yeah so I've never been a sk- <laughs> so selling stuff Dragon's Den in the day selling I would have loved to see you going alright so me and me mate yeah. so <laughs> Scouse Dragon's Den would be brilliant anyway wouldn't it <laughs> just do a Dragon's Den from 20 years ago and what people was flogging alright I think I'm, I'd like to push my business. I'm the pop man, right? And every week I'm gonna come round to your neighbourhood, right? With bottles of pop. You know, yeah, but that happened. I know it did. Oh, That's right. What I, mean. I thought you were making that up as an idea. No, what I'm saying is that what would have been on Dragon's Den 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. These people like that would be flipping brilliant. So we decided I'd get a load I, of t-shirts. I've got a load of junk and I want to get short of it. I've got myself Mr. Rag and Bone. All right. So anyway, listen, I had all these Guns N' Roses t-shirts. Yeah. And I said to you, I don't know, say you were selling them at a fiver. He said, sell them for seven quid because they're all going to the concert. They're never coming down here. So I took a big, massive bag full of all different Guns N' Roses t-shirts. And I used to, and they had these uh, red round sunglasses that he had so, so, oh yeah yeah so, so them yeah and literally just set up a little like under like a bit of cardboard or whatnot just put the you like these people get on holiday was it like rolled up dead quick so run away yeah basically it was because it got moved on about three times from security right. so just put them on down here get your guns and roses souvenirs different t-shirts get your glasses seven pounds <sighs> content souvenirs i like the, the idea i've probably ignored you at some point in my life oh absolutely, absolutely ignored you i got moved oh, on lots of points of it and then the in the end um the police turned up some sort of copyright issue of what have you got a license really <laughs> right. so then we went to a pub that night uh called the pear tree in wigan by dna high school uh me and my brother 
and the fellow whose shop it was and just spent all night just just buying drinks with our profits and guns and roses all night on the uh, jukebox just kept going back up putting another 50p in the jukebox take me now to the <laughs> <laughs> did he get rid of all the t-shirt no because it was his stock well, anyway I liked the idea that for the next six months you were giving away one free t-shirt I had to wear, I had to wear them <laughs> buy 14 pounds of potatoes you get a free guns and roses t-shirt yeah. <laughs> I did have to wear the t-shirt though when I was selling it oh, and the yeah, t-shirt and you? the glasses do, yeah yeah I didn't mind oh, selling it I keep thinking about that. I think we should do. I think we should do a little video. I know how appalling your acting is, but we should do a, a, a video. I like the idea. In fact, I'm saying this like it's original. Years ago, I don't know if it's on YouTube or anything, but we did do an historical version of Dragons Den. Right. She reminded me to talk about it then. Me and the, when we was with Slaughterhouse Live, the comedy troupe. Yeah. Me and the lads, we did these videos where it was people like. So it was the general, the the, the actual panel from now. So I was, what's the guy, the 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 little Jewish guy? I was him. What's it called? Yeah. Not Duncan, but my mate was Duncan Vanderton. He was like that. No, for, for that reason, I'm out. And he also did a spin-off, me mate. So we do all these things like, who we got here. And he was showing him the wheel. Right. And then they had someone else who came in. We, I think we demonstrated a gun and how to shoot people. And it was all, it was historical, you know, historical inventions being pitched to Dragon's Den. It was Brilliant. a really good idea. But then we spun off, because my mate did such a good impression of Duncan Bannatyne, he did a whole series of going, hey, let me tell you where I am with this. Okay, you got the cricket, but I'm playing cricket. I'm playing cricket, and the bowler comes up to bowl, and he bowls the ball, and I go for a like, a like, cover drive, thinking I'm going to get a four, and I get a little bit of spin on the ball, and it nicks the side of my back, and spins off right into the slips, and there's a guy there waiting for it and catches it smoothly in his hands, and. For those reasons, I'm out. Oh, that's funny. And then there was loads of others. So my lad comes up to me. I've, I've got to find these. They were so good. Right, well, we'll play them when you find them. Play them when you find them. I'll just tell you this one dead quick when he goes. Well, my lad comes up to me for those. Um, and uh, he said, I, I told him, I said, for some reason, I seem to be fancying the men more than the ladies these days. And for those reasons... I'm out. <laughs> there was lots of others. I will find a publisher. Hey, have you got a royal proclamation this week? Uh, I do have a royal proclamation, but are we doing for time? Oh, we've got time for it, haven't we? Yeah. Okay, go on then, go on, crack on. Go on, stay. Just a week ago since this happened, I can now add... Hmm? Oxford University lecturer to wow. my CV. How good is that? That's good. That's because I was in Oxford Brooks University, Brooks College, Oxford University last week. Yeah. Right. And I was in a lecture theatre teaching a load of army and armed forces school kids. Right. These kids who have parents in the armed forces. I was teaching them all how to juggle. In was a theatre, and then did a show, a, a show for all of them. I was doing like little half-hour courses for all the oh. tour around the university and stuff like that. So, how good is that? That's good. The best it? thing is at the end, of, there was a show at the end in in the biggest lecture theatre they have at the college. 
the vice chancellor he was introducing himself oh it was brilliant him because he comes up the vice this is vice oh, I can't remember his name now it's like Anthony Pitt or something it's, it's like Pitt or Fitt or something like that yeah. short name but he was the vice chancellor of the uni- of the university and he came up going oh, can I just say I, I'm a maths um, lecturer I lecture in maths and um, so obviously he said obviously. To me, obviously I've got lots of books on juggling at home and why I, I, yeah well this is right luckily I'm clued up because I've had this in the past there's a lot of maths involved in juggling <clears throat> in not ta- that you actually think in terms of for example the time people always ask you can juggle with three balls how do you juggle with four now the secret between even numbers and this is where the maths comes into it odd number juggling they always have to cross cross over yeah so when you're doing three balls they cross over when yeah. you do four balls it's two in one hand and two in the other at the same time right Six balls will be three in one hand and three in the other. Five balls crossing over again. Odd numbers cross, even numbers stay in, in columns. So he's explaining this. Wow. And he said, I've got a book at home called, by, um, called Juggling with, uh, Juggling with, uh, with Finesse. He went, yes. Kit Simmons, yes. And it's one of the only, ju- I don't have a lot of love of juggling, me. Oh, really? But I've got that one book, signed copy at home. So I'm chatting to the vice chancellor. And this. But then, get, during the actual show, he was doing a speech at the beginning of the show. <clears throat> And then I went on, and on the front row were, were two representatives, well, three representatives, one from the um, RAF in his full jumpsuit, oh, as yeah. they always do. Oh, of course. And then two, one guy from the Army and one guy from the Navy, both sat, right, just sat there with camouflage on. And I just went, look at you guys, you sat right on the front row in camouflage. I said, how does it fit the purpose, doesn't it? You, you go to all that effort of wearing camouflage and then sit right on the front row. Brilliant. I think it at least did it get a laugh? Sit about, yeah, it did. To yeah, be fair, to be fair, it did. Hey, yes, sun shining, beautiful, head boiling. Yes, what should people be wearing this weekend? I'll tell thee. Okay, let me get the music for you though. Do you know what? What? <laughs> Just been like you deleted, deleted it. it. You absolute. <laughs> I deleted my some. Try and do one off the top of your head. Oh, I've got, I, I might be. It might be that I've gone on to the wrong one. Hang on. You. Hang on. Let me just. Let me just get that. Oh my word! I have. I, do you know what? It was a really good one as well. I've oh, come well. to the bottom of it. Oh, we're all right. We're all right. I found it. I was on the wrong Go program. for it. Cardigans and raincoats dominate the weekend landscape. When it comes to Max, it's like a Katie Price relationship, on one minute, off the next. Clothing will be thicker than of late, with isolated jumpers, but nothing as severe as iron or merino. Evenings, formal attire will dominate, especially in matrimonial areas this time of year. Elsewhere, expect a cotton night with floral and tropical patterns. Sunday will start formal, but gradually become more casual as the day progresses. Macintosh will give way to shirt sleeves and frocks by midday. Highs of mid to upper thigh. Shoe state, so shoes rather. Highs of, uh, uh, yeah, thigh to upper thigh. Uh, shoe state, plimsoll to flip-flops, underwear, light to daring. And that's your clothing. And that is your show.